welcome, 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 welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5 Bayo. Uh, it's three o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I don't know where you are in the part of the world. Right now it's evening, but good morning, good evening, good afternoon, all of that. And I know I normally do my show during the day. Because I tell you to come, cop a squat, grab a pillow, get a chair, sit down. Come on close. But today, <laughs> I let other things take priority. I'm the first one to admit. But I did. I let other things take priority. I, um, I did what I had to do um, for myself and then, you know, for others. And each time I wanted to do the conversation, somebody would call me or somebody would say this or, you know, it was always this. If you do not set time and put your foot down, people will take advantage. And it's not even you allow people to take advantage. Let me not say that. You allow people to take advantage. Because you already know you have a responsibility. You know, I, I sat around. And the reason why I picked that song. Because you know how you pray for something. And you just know in your heart that you're going to get it. Six years ago, I was homeless. I ain't have no money rolling in. I had a store. I started getting sick. Really bad then. Couldn't hang on. Didn't have no help. Didn't have no support. People didn't want me to have a store, to be honest. Um, and I was... I gave up. I didn't fold. I gave up. I gave in to the words that everybody else, because I thought they had my best interests at heart. And I allowed them to talk me out of it. On the different occasions, I allowed people to talk me out of so many things. Because once again, I thought they had my best interests at heart. I looked at the years and to me, the knowledge that they possess. But you know what I learned? Some people know just enough <laughs> to have your ass thinking they know so much. Um, so, you know, and people, oh my goodness, every everybody got receipts so far. What have I learned? Everybody got receipts, but nobody don't show them. And when you tell them, listen, it's tax time. Oh, I'm going to look for it. Nobody don't have receipts. Because if they did, they'd show you right then and there. They have all the shit laid out. Nobody don't have receipts. They tell you that because they already know. Oh, man, maybe they do. No, sax time. Show them. Show me the receipts. Where they at? Where they at? And, you know, when we are hurting instead of healing, hurt people hurt people. And they hook up with other people that's hurting. 
Ain't no well person gonna hook up with no sick person and ain't no sick person gonna hook up with no well person. Why? Because it requires work. It requires daily maintenance. We'd rather help those on the outside than help our very selves. And let me explain. <laughs> See, I was in this relationship. And like I said, I picked this song because I looked at everything, not only materialistic, but just my life. You know, I'm not out there doing the crazy. I'm not out there with the gossip and the fucking finger pointing and just a mess and worrying about what somebody else is doing and not worrying about my own self and, you know, talking about how people are dumb, investing in themselves and not investing in myself and just the crazy. And when you, let me tell y'all something, right? So y'all will know, because this is my experience and I'm sharing it with y'all. When you start removing yourself from your friends and start wanting better, trust me, they ain't throwing you a party. <laughs> That's the last thing. That's like quitting a job. What do you think? They going to throw you a party? Oh, yeah, I quit. Oh, my God. Let's celebrate. No, they hate you. They hate you. Why? Because we ain't talking about the job. We're talking about friends. Why? Because you have the same 24 hours in a day like they do. And how dare you think outside the box? How dare you make a change? I thought we were supposed to do this together. Oh, my God. And they know how to bring up your past. Nobody knows how to bring up your past except a hurt friend, like a hurt friend. Oh, I remember when she was gossiping. I remember she didn't have this. I remember she... They always remember that. And they'll stick to it. And tell everybody. Oh, I remember this. I remember that. Can you recall the times I was helping you? Can you recall the times I did shit for you? No, nobody ever remembers that part. That shit is. Oh, they did a little something. They dumbed your shit down. But they definitely highlight they shit. You'll be like, wow. You know? So when I removed myself from the table, the pity table, and I started bettering myself, trust me, it wasn't a welcome wagon. It wasn't. Yolanda, Smoke Light, none of them. None of them didn't say, oh my God, let's help my sister. No. Yolanda came up there with Annette West on the phone, like, you got to be careful, because uh-huh, they be doing voodoo and stuff, and just dog me out. Not once did she come up here and say, damn, sis, I'm so proud of you. You know what I'm saying? We 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 friends. Damn, how, how can I? Shit, I hand out a flyer. Shit, I'm going to walk around. Yo, you seen my sister shop? None of that. Lakia, none of that. You know what she told me? That shit ain't going to be successful. You need to sit your ass down somewhere. Go back and work for Larry and them. You crazy. Why are you trying to go on your own? So it's better for me to work for somebody and not work for myself. But that was the mentality that I once was. You know what I'm saying? How dare you? How dare you soar? To higher heights. Sit here on the bench with us and talk about everybody. Go back to your ex-lovers and, you know, let them abuse you and be toxic and all that. We all be toxic together because after I finish fucking them, then you go fuck them. And I go fuck somebody else. Do you know I got friends that are my friends and they all and fuck my ex-husband? Like, yo, for real. Like, oh, I was sleeping with him. Oh, my God, I was sleeping with him. For real? So, should we have a party and we all talk about how... But it's funny. He never married any one of y'all. But that's not, listen, it's not the highlight. Trust and believe. I, I didn't win anything from marrying him. All I got was stuck with him. That's it. That, that's all. I got stuck with him. And I, I have that part of my life of saying, wow, I was married to that. I was really fucking broken. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nothing to, don't get it twisted. I'm not highlighting it. 
So I'm showing you the mentality I once had. Because I would sit there and be like, oh, well, he married me. Well, you dumb bitch. He didn't have a choice. He had nowhere else to live. He didn't have nothing. You had it. There was a story, and I don't know the old dude where it came from or anything. I'm going to tell you the story. And this was the story of when I heard this story, everything in me started to cry. Because that was me at one time. It was a story where Shun gave Shango Kabusile everything. She gave him everything. Put him on the very throne that he sat on. She gave him everything. So one day he was walking, his crown fell. Alegwa picked it up and gave it to Oshun. She said, no, 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 that's not mine. He said, no, it is yours. He said, so it'll always be yours. Because you, you gave him that. You put him there. He doesn't even respect it. My ex-husband Roosevelt? Yeah, I did. I did. I remember when Wayman and all of them were standing there, right? And we had this big argument. And Wayman was like, man, nobody wouldn't have known you if you wouldn't been fucking horse sister Donna. I said, wait, what? 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 I know. He said, no, nobody didn't know you. You were the boulevard bum. Nobody didn't know you. And it was funny because, and I've seen this happen on a few occasions. It was funny because when he went somewhere, anywhere he went, right? He didn't say, oh, I'm Ro, you know, I did this, this, and this. You know what he would say? I remember he was in Jap's barbershop. And it was like, yeah, 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 that's my man Ro, yeah, yeah, yeah. And either they knew him from jail, right? But if they didn't know him from jail, this is just how he would introduce himself. Oh, you, 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 you must know my ex-wife, yo, Donna, horse sister. That's just, and they'd be like, yo, get the fuck out of here, yo. You was married to Donna? Where? Yo, man, I love her, man. Yo, she crazy, but I love her. That's just how he would introduce himself. And I remember when one of the brothers said, I didn't know you were married to Ro. I said, I don't remember telling you. He said, nah, he came in there. And he was like, yo, because we was trying to figure out where we knew him from. And one of the dudes was like, yo, I know him from upstate, but where did we know him from? From around here, from South Jamaica, from Queens. And he told us, yo, you know, my ex-wife worked right there. And it was like, your ex-wife, who? It was like, Don, a horse, horse little sister. Get the fuck out of here. That's just how the conversation went. So you can't even open doors for yourself. I had to open those doors. So when I heard that story, I made sure he was cold, he was fed, all that, right? Thinking that's what I was supposed to do, right? But he just wanted a place to live. He had nowhere else to go. He needed a, a home-cooked meal, a family, right? Not that he wanted a family, he needed it. Because he was either that or sleep out in the street. He didn't want to sleep out in the street. So he gave me what I thought I wanted. Right? With my broken hot tail ass, he gave me that. Right? But I remember pushing Didi in the stroller. And saw Eva. Eva was the woman that he really wanted to be with. But they couldn't. They couldn't have a kid. Because she had a trait of sickle cell. He had a trait. So... They couldn't have a kid. And then she couldn't let him live with her. So, and then after I got pregnant, that was it. That was the nail that put it in the coffin. So, when he saw her, he hurried up and, you know, walked ahead of me. We was walking together. When he saw her, he ran up walking ahead of me. And I'm looking at her and looking at him. 
And right then and there, click like, nigga, you don't even want me. So I started doing what I was supposed to be doing. Living my goddamn life. I was out there going on dates and all of that. Like, you don't want to be married. I don't want to be married. You, the person that you in love with, shit. You just used me because, not even used, you, you just came to me because I had a foundation. I had my mother and father. You know, I had my brothers and sisters in them. We had a house. My mother wasn't renting. They brought their house. So you already knew you was in like swimwear. Now you put a baby up in me and got married. Oh, my God. You're in like swimwear. Right? <laughs> but that's how he introduced himself. And when I found that out, I was like, wow. And then we were, we went, um... To the, to the Caribbean Cultural Center. And while we was coming back, we stopped off on the boulevard. And somebody was like, yo, where I know you from? He was like, oh, you know my, my, my ex-wife. You know Donna. Donna? He was like, yeah, y'all call her Ifa Bayo. He was like, yo, get the fuck out of here. I said, why every time you see somebody, you got, because I know everybody know you. But you just told me you was well known in these streets. Make it make sense. Now, <laughs> and when you're broken, you accept this. Like I said, you accept this. And so I moved to Atlanta, right? I'm going to tell you, my life, my experience, my life. I moved to Atlanta, right? I done got remarried. I married Craig. We wound up getting a divorce after the kids got, because we was together for 15 years. After the kids got grown and everything, Craig moved on with his life. I moved on with mine. So I was living in Atlanta, you know, dating Big James. And I moved on with my life. Like, moved on. Now, for some strange reason, and it's not that we are going to sleep together or nothing. I don't hold no ill will or no animosity toward my exes. Like, yo, it didn't work out. All right, but hey, if you need a plate or, you know, you just what's up? I mean, shit, I, I, don't, I, I don't see us together. So, you know, we, what we had, that's done. Like, I done moved on, you done moved on. So I get a call one day, and it's from Yolanda. Right? I'm living in Atlanta. And she was like, oh, I'm just letting you know that I'm dating Roosevelt. I said, okay. <laughs> like, but why are you telling me? You do know I got remarried, like divorced. Like I live in Atlanta, sweetie. I don't even live in New York. Well, because, you know, I don't um, want no animosity. Ma, I don't even know you. We're not even in the same category. Like, okay. You know, all right. So there's always other people pulling the strings, right? And I'm, I'm explaining all of this. There's always somebody else pulling the strings. And it was Lakia sitting there lying to us saying how, oh, Donna and Roosevelt is back friends and all of this. So she fell for it. And supposedly somebody went back and told Roosevelt a whole bunch of lies or whatever. So she had deleted his number. She called me you know, before. I, I don't care who you are. I'm, I'm going to ask you first before I give out your number. I'm not just going to hand you your number, right? So I called him and I was like, yo, you know, Yolanda want to talk to you. She wants the number. And he was like, yo, no. But she had already found it. You know, she said she deleted it, but it was still in her clouds. And I was like, oh, okay. So she already found it, right? Mind you, this was a few years ago. So they wind up talking or whatever. And 
I'm like, okay. So she made it seem like they were in this relationship. And so did Lakia and all of this. So petty me, not even going to lie, petty me was like, you know, she could never be me. But I'm like, why am I? One day I was sitting there and we went to the Million Man March. And one of the people that was there was like, yo, man, y'all don't have to um, be together. But y'all y'all can tell y'all were friends at one time. I said, nah, we was best friends. Like, that was my road dog. And it was like, yo, I can tell because you were, you were, you know, here in his chair. And they were like, yo, you know, Don and them left. He said, nah, she ain't leave. He said, she, she sitting in a chair over there. Trust me, her fat ass ain't leave. So I started laughing. And I was like, for real? He's like, he said, yeah. I said, oh, okay. But then somebody had came to me while I was standing there talking to him. And they was like, yeah. I said, nah, I roll over there on the step. And it was like, how could you see over there? I said, I don't have to see. I know that he's there. I said, because if he was to leave, he would have sent somebody over here and said, yo, tell her we out, you know, to meet us at A, B, and C. I said, so that's that's just how it is. We're Neither one of us is near home. Like, you know. I would never want to see him demolished. Now, if he getting his ass whooped, let God do what he planned to do. But to get him hurt or demolished, nah, I wouldn't want to see that. Um, trust me, he'll say the same thing. <laughs> um, has he moved on with his life? Yeah. Have I moved on with my life? Yeah. Do the women that still like him follow me and think that we are still having this underlying relationship? Yeah. And I, I have no understanding and no concept. Um, I don't wish him bad. I I just wish him the life that he deserves. That's it. That's that's the most I can say. I can't sit and say, oh, my God, you know, just wish him the life that he deserves. That's it. That's all. Craig passed away. So, okay. Now, I was seeing this dude. And, you know, I always tell people, you don't have to make believe or make up a life that you know you're not capable of living. But some guys, not men, guys do that. So then I had to do a mental check. But, you know, it's not closure. Like, I I know he needed to get something off his chest and I know I need to get something off my chest. I'm not that woman. To have a man just come and live with me. That we're not doing. I don't believe in playing house. We're, we're not going to do that. Like, yo, you know, I thought we was going to live together. Where did you think that at, love? That we're not going to do. I, I don't need orphans. I don't at all. At all. Um, there's levels and steps to this. I need to see how you are with money. I need to see how you are when you are, you know, at your lowest, I need to see, can you get out here and hustle and grind? Or do you give up at the first sign of failure? Are you quick to go and borrow instead of going to get it on your own? I need to see all that, right? So he was like, oh, but if I was, if I was living with you, what? Then I'd be a crutch and I'd be unhappy in the very home that I built. Nah, I can't see that. Listen. You have some women that love for their men to come and stay there and live there and all of that. I'm not that woman. I've never been that woman. 
I'm, I'm not. If we were, if we're living together, we have made some commitments. I've seen how you get down and trust and believe we dated for a minute before you start just thinking like, yo, now Craig couldn't even leave his socks there. I used to be like, yo, take your socks, man. What you doing? I used to be like, yo, you serious? Yeah, nigga. Like, yo, stop. Why you, why you leaving your shit? It's not your house. Like, it ain't even my house. Like, don't, don't do that. So... And, and people just assume, right, guys, because men, men have their own. So I told him, I said, I need you to, you know, see how you get down. Well, I wasn't wrong. I wasn't wrong. The ruler wasn't wrong. But like I said, the story I heard of Oshun and Shangok, Abo Sile, that was me. Then I heard another story, and that was me, of how the... Man went around looking for red roses, knowing that that person didn't want to be in their life. They had a need of you. They didn't want you. They just had a need of you. And when that need was done, I don't need you no more. And it's okay. It's okay because at the end of the day, I get a, I send a text. i tell you just how the text was. I said... You know, I want to apologize for the part I played, right? Because I I did. I I became this emotional fucking person that's not me. So I had to, you know, sometimes you have to check yourself. So I had to check myself first. And, you know, I apologize. But I also noticed that, you know, grown women don't play games. Grown women don't do, it is what it is. Either we finding solutions or we going to move on. So every solution that I gave on both parties that would have been beneficial to both of us, it wasn't accepted. All I kept hearing was, well, you should have let me move in with you. That wasn't going to happen. So then he hit me up, was like, oh, you know, I lost my job. Oh, okay. I said, well, you know, what you going to do? You know, you, you want to come, you know, for the weekend, get your head together. No, no, no. I'm going with my sister and them. Oh, okay. So you want to party? Say no more. Oh, but we can do this. No, no, no. Because, see, three times I came to you. And I, I'm telling you my experience. Three times I came to you. Three times I offered a solution. I'm not a beggar. That I'm not. I was like, so no, we're not doing this. People, when you have to look outside of yourself to help someone, when you know that they're still working healing on you, you really hurt yourself instead of healing. You know, we don't want to face some of the things that uh, should be addressed. Instead, we want to take up a fucking project of somebody else's life and help them. I can't tell you to work on you, grind on you, make sure you handle yourself and all of that. And we do, we get into these situations or we assume their relationships, but I've learned. So let me explain what I've learned over the years. My godfather once told me, he said, D, you can't be with a man that you have to be the man and you have to do anything. Everything. He said, because it won't work out. You can't dominate. You have to be the woman and he has to be the man. You've been the the man so long that 
it's time for you now, this stage of her life. Oh, she wants you to be the female. Like, let, let a nigga take care of you. You don't go out and do the dude stuff. Like, you shouldn't be out there hustling, grinding, making sure everything is intact. Like, that's his job. So I was like, okay, now everybody else was laughing. Like, oh, you take care of your dude? Well, that, that's all I knew how to do. I, I don't, uh, you know, I get up. I make sure, yo, the money, the bills, make sure, yeah, they work. Don't get it twisted. They work, but... I was the one that was the accountant, the therapist, the woman, the mama, the cousin. I, I wore all the hats. I, I didn't have a, a man to tell me, nah, babes, you sit down. I got this. No, it was, I don't know what to do. Well, she, we both can't sit here and say, I don't know what to do. One of us got to lead the ship, so I've always led. I, I've never been with, and I tell you no lie, I've never been with a guy, right, that didn't allow me to leave. I took care of everything. Now, when it was time to be with someone that led, I fucked it up. God bless the dead, Barry. I fucked it up. So he removed himself because mature. I was immature. I'm a grown up, but I was still immature because that's all I knew was to lead. No, you have to do it this way. Shut up. I got it. So ain't no man want that. So I had to grow. And he told me that. It's just sad that he died, you know? So, when it was, yeah, I lost my job, I did this, and I was like, wow, that's fucked up. I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, yeah, well, I'm going to hang out with my sister, and, um, oh, okay, all right, well, yeah, hey, do you. Oh, but, you know, I can come and see you next week. Nah, we not doing that. We, we not doing that. That we're not doing. Go live your life. So once again, there's a lot of things that I need to be working on. But here it is. This is a project. And I can ignore my stuff. Because I'm healed just enough. I can help heal someone else. No. When you are not healed, you grab on the broken people just as broke as you. You start... Looking at those red flags like they are fucking ornaments on a Christmas tree. You start looking at your life and not seeing the blessings and the triumphs and the progress that you made. So I sat here today and while I was listening to Patti LaBelle's When You're Blessed, I sat back and was like, damn. Six years ago, everything in here, everything I have, I prayed for. It's here. I got it. Six years ago, everything that has happened in my life, that I have, that I did, I prayed for. And I got it. Six years. I pray always, God give me the strength to show me my enemies, give me the strength. I didn't have enemies. I had friends that I thought were friends <laughs> that was enemies, <laughs> for real talk. So realistically, let me reword that. The friends that I thought were my friends was my enemies. I prayed, God, let me see those people, but give me the strength to see it that will use me. Or they don't want to be bothered with me. But let me see how they feel. 
right? I know you always say, be careful what you ask for. I ask for it. People that will sit there, oh my God, I love you, Ifa. Oh my goodness. Shh. I don't fuck with her. You see her wig? You see how she is? She's ghetto. Oh my God. I don't mess with her. She's always posting. Oh my goodness. She don't know shit. She wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. All of that. Then I had the very people that I assumed. Like, whenever they called me, I answered the phone. Like, hey, I stopped what I'm doing. Put everything on pause. Hey, hey, hey. Those same people. I don't fuck with her. But a lot of them thought that it would never get back to me. Now, did I run over there to them and be like, yeah, bitch, uh uh-uh. Nah. See, I prayed for strength. I prayed to be seen to remove the curtain. Did that. When you know better, you do better. And these same people have the audacity to hit me up. And I love it when they go, did I do something wrong? You got to ask me that? You could have asked a plethora of other things. Hey, I know you're busy. Or hey, I, you know, this is the day you do your podcast or anything. The first thing that came out their mouth, did I do something wrong? I said, if you got to ask, then maybe you should be asking yourself that. And I kept it moving. Those people that were so quick to call me any time of the night, I pick up, yo, what's up? I don't do that no more. I sit there and let that shit ring or just keep it moving. I'm cordial. I'm not disrespectful. How can I help you? Oh, this yeah, that's great. And I keep it going straight to the point. That's it. And if you go over a minute, now I'm sending you an invoice. Ifa Bay was requesting $25. You you venting to me? Because my time is precious. You don't get that access no more. Then I sat here. I said. I know I need my book. I know I need, you know, I need my stuff from Far Rockaway because it's been down there for three years, man. I need my stuff. I need my my orchard stuff. I I need a, a spirit room. Got all of that. I, uh, one day I'm going to have this. One day I'm going to be this way. You know, we all pray for companionship and partnership. And, oh, you know, I I don't sign up for um, a piece of man is better than no man at all. Or, you know, oh, well, if I don't mess up broken homes, if he was dating somebody else, they ain't got nothing to do with it. No, no. But I had to sit here and ask myself. You came so far. Within six years, six years, you have really triumphed. You have progressed. You have come so far. And you really going to lose it all. I was arguing with my cousin and them. I looked, I said, y'all call the police. Why am I arguing with y'all? I was arguing with people. Why am I arguing with y'all? You're just a handful. You're not even a full hand. Why am I arguing with you? I was going at it with my son. Why? So I know what y'all may say, damn, you arguing with everybody. But I prayed. Alofi, remove anybody that's not helping me, that's toxic, that's not healthy, that are using me. The first thing that you would not believe be the very ones First ones you say, not them, not never. Shit. 
be the ones. So when the dust settled, and I was left standing there, those people that I would have assumed or thought wouldn't do that, they were gone. The ones that said, yo, I'm in it for the long haul, you don't have to believe me. I'm going to show you. The ones that show you stood right there, ten toes deep. Never flinched. Nothing. Kept me inspired. Kept me motivated. Kept me going. And in the process, I kept them motivated. Kept them going. They didn't come and hit me with, oh, let me tell you what's going on. This and 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 this. But then you get the same story to seven other spiritualists. You're like, okay, all right. You know, you sharing it, okay. I don't have a problem with that. You know what my problem was? Why dog me out? Oh, well, I thought Ifa Bayo was your friend or your mentor. No, mm-mm, no. Don't lie on me, though. Oh, you know, because I'm always offering her. But I never took it. See, that's the part. So... I had to sit here and I said, change too. Now, yeah, I'm going to always have conversations with Ifa Bayo. I really am. I always will have get mug, you know. But the format has to be changed. Everything evolves. So why shouldn't you? I told y'all you got to be careful about posting about readings. I moved the reading word and changed it into sessions. Hey, book a session with me. So now I don't have to be looked at under the lens with all these different money apps. I don't have to be red flagged. I don't have to be. Then I love it because my ears and my body is still out there in the street. So they keep me updated where people will say, hey, I sent the money and it's pending knowing that there's no money in there. So how they get it back is they lie and say, yo, they get all, you know, impatient. Oh, I need my money now. And you're like, hold on, wait, you know, uh-uh, let me. So I learned how to change that. Take a screenshot that you sent it to tech support, send it to them. Now, all of a sudden they have to put that money in or they're unpended, they're un, you know, unasked for it back and keep moving because now text is going to let you know. Tech support is going to let you know there's no money there. What's pending? They're pending because they're waiting for the money to get in. So scammers, you know, people that want to get over on people because you have them out there. I'm grateful because, you know, I don't judge these people. I don't have low self-esteem about myself, right? Even when I was big, I still didn't. I wasn't comfortable with my size, but I didn't have low self-esteem. You wouldn't still hear me call myself ugly. I know you lying. I always got up and work, no matter what. If I didn't have a job, I created one. I knew how to hustle. So... I expect any partner of mine to make it happen before you run to your family and beg them. You're a grown man with responsibilities. And when you have someone that's constantly giving you an excuse, 
That's their way of saying, I don't want to be bothered. So before I even saw my horoscope, right? Because let me tell you what it said. I was like, wow, that's they late in the dollar short, but okay. Um, I was I was shocked. I was shocked when I saw it. And I was like, wow, let's see if I, I thought I screenshot it, but I guess I didn't. So, in other words, it was saying that you and your partner have some things you need to let go of and to be honest about. So, I did that today. And this is the only thing he said. You wouldn't let me live with you. So... Um, that's why. So this is a grown ass man. You wouldn't let me live with you. So that's why I've been doing and holding a grudge because I wouldn't let him live with me. Why would you want to move in with someone anyway? Right? Oh, because that shows you that, you know, you love a person and that you're with them. I said, so you can be anywhere in the world. And the only way that shows that you are together, if we have to live together, I don't know how you pay your bills. I don't know how your financial is about the lie. My father, phone about the lie every day of my life told me I will give you all the blessings of heaven. You can't give it to a man and you can't have human suitcases. So me explaining that to someone, oh, but you know, I'm going to get out there and get it. Why can't you get it yourself and have your own? Why why can't you do that? Why do you need? Oh, because then, you know, you could tell me what you cooked and you could tell. I said, where, where does that even come to play at? You know, real talk. Where does that even come to play at? How do you just come and, and meet a woman and you just, oh, I'm going to move in? How, how is that? How, how, how I'm going to look at any man and you're not a man to me. You're a male, you're a boy where you, you're often, you are often, you just got to plug your plug into anywhere. No, it doesn't. And I said, how was that working in the past with all your other relationships? How, oh, it's not working at all. Cause you don't live with them. What's wrong with having your own? What's wrong with building your own foundation? So if something don't work out, you can always go home, turn your key and live and be in your own house. Nah, it's better if we were to live together. No, you would have lived with me. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I don't need orphans. I'm not taking care of no God. I did that. I took care of my son. That was it. That's the only man I'm taking care of is my son. Well, you know, um, I lost my job. I lost. I said, wow. So your your life is going. I said, wow. So your life is going great. I said, but how is it that you're, you're, you know, you're losing? You know? I said, how is it that you're losing? I tell you no lie. I said, I said, I said, um, I said, wow, when did you lose your job? He said, Sunday. 
I said, how are you going backwards? I guess your life as well. I'm not going backwards. I said, because you ain't sure that you lost your job. My life is hard. I was like, wow. So, you know, he tells me that his life is hard. And that because then he ends it with no lie. When you ready to acknowledge me and what I want for us, let me know. I said, I won't. I won't. I really won't. I will not. Because I am not going to let no grown-ass man live off of me. That I'm not going to do. So now, this is where the healing, the wow, the realization, to call my own shit, to look in my own mirror. What am I ignoring in myself, within me? To where I have to use somebody else's problems and make that a project and put all my energy in that. That same energy can be returned and put into me. What am I lacking? What part am I not seeing? Why? Okay, spiritually, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, physically, I'm working on that. You know, greater do this detox and get all that out the way. Now it's the emotion part. The love, the partnership, the relationship part, relating with the male, the opposite sex. Where is that coming up? What am I not willing to face in that part? Oh, so it was like spirit said, oh, now we ready. Now we, now we going for the meat and potatoes. Okay. Okay. Let me show you. And just like that, bow, the curtain fell. He said... You wouldn't let me live with you. You know, since you want to know, you wouldn't let me live with you. I said, that's not going to happen. I said, yo, I'm not even going to hold you up. Word on my brother horse. And I ain't swearing on my brother for nothing. But I did today. I said, word on my brother horse. Have the life that you deserve. Because I ain't doing that. That I'm not doing. Then I had to sit back and I said, wait. What is missing in me? So now I'm going over all of the past relationships I had. I was the man in every part of these relationships. I was the breadwinner. I took care of them. I made sure I held them fucking down. And it shows because all of them are lost. I I made sure I connected with all of them. Rose is still sitting up on the boulevard. He would have never traveled when it never went nowhere. Oh, he went on a cruise with the girl, Jennifer, or Jessica, or whatever her name is before. But that was it. And she had to beg him to do that. And I'm like, yo, I done took you all over. I done took you to Omaha. I done took you to uh, fucking Chicago. I done took you to D.C. I, I done took you everywhere. Atlanta, like twice. I done took you everywhere. We done went to Atlanta twice, son. And hung out. Chilled out. So, I showed you where you were sitting in your car eating. I took you to restaurants. And it's, it's no shade. You know what I'm saying? It's no shade. Where we're sitting in the restaurant. Because Yolanda told me this too. And I, I was like baffled. But, you know, it's just people. He said, I don't know how to order on this. I said, it's a menu. Well, how do you want it? He was like, nah, you order it because I don't want to look embarrassed. So what he wanted was the spaghetti, but with salmon. And I said, well, you can add that, right? We was in Olive Garden. He was like, yo, I don't know how to order. 
I remember going to TGIF with Yolanda and them. And she said, the reason why I don't go out is because I don't know how to order on the menu. I don't want to look dumb. I said, don't you go out? She said, no. I go get the food on the boulevard and come back or order Chinese food and sit in my house. Wow. So now I had to sit back and look. What am I not facing? What am I running from? Because evidentially there's something of a fear, of a hurt, of a deep-seated something where I become the breadwinner. I can truly say, God bless the dead, because I don't count Barry because he passed away. I've always been the guy. I took care of everything. I've never in my life had a guy say or a man say, nah, ma, you lay down. I got this. And really got it. Not just going in the kitchen, cleaning the dishes, saying, yo, when you get rested, you're going to get up and cook. Nah, not that. I've dated males and boys. I've never dated a man. And I can stand up and say that. I've dated males and boys. I've never dated a man. I can say that. I have, instead of, you know, every other aspect of my life. That's why I said you have to heal the whole. You can't heal all the other ones and think, well, then I fake it till I make it. No, no. How about making it and doing the work that needs to be done? Stop faking it. So I can stand up and say today that, yo, the relationship part, what? Of course, I'm sitting high looking low because I've always been the dude. I'm not going to cry for no dude. Like, nah, nigga, you cry for me or, you know, but it shouldn't be that way. I'm not the male in the relationship. Oh, but you aggressive. I can be. At least you know you have a woman on your side that, yo, if something happens, she's going to get out there. She's not going to wither. No, but let me be the woman. Let me be safe in your arms. Let me sit down and be the timid one. Let me allow you to order. Let me allow you to pay. Let me allow you to pick. Let me allow you to be the man to lead. Not you get the ball and say, I don't know what to do with it here. I don't need broken boys. But in order for me to date a man, guess what I got to do? I have to be that woman. I don't have time to be petty. I don't have time to be... Wanting to be aggressive and tell a dude what they got to do. No, I have to learn to be a female, a woman. Every other aspect, I got it. I didn't prove that part. I proved that I can get it on my own. I know how to budget. I know how it is to make money. You ain't got to worry about it. You're not going to ever sit on the toilet and be like, babe, we don't have no tissue. Now I got to put on some clothes. No, my storehouse is full. My cupboard is full. Cases of paper towel, cases of soap, all of that. Got all that down pat. Now I need to conduct myself as a woman. Act as a woman. For real. No more when it comes to relating. Oh, listen. I laugh at some of the things that I see because I go, dog, who are they convincing us or them or themselves? I don't need to validate anyone. I don't need to listen to. I need to heal. And that's what I'm doing. 
No, it's not easy. I'm going to be the first one to tell you this healing shit <laughs> ain't built for the fucking week. I'm going to tell you that right now. It ain't built for the week. It's not. It is not built for the week. I see why everybody don't want to heal. Because that shit is, it, it's something. It's something. And it knocks you on your ass. Trust and believe that. Because now you have to see yourself in the mirror. No more looking through magnifying glass. Now you sitting there in a full mirror. You looking at all of you. Flaws, everything. The beauty, the ugly, all that shit. The scars, the infections, all of that. You looking at all that. Of course, we're not going to like what we see. But do we run for the mirror? Do we go and hide? Or we stand there and say, damn, I got work to do. Go and take a bath. Oil yourself up. Kiss on yourself. Love yourself. And start the healing process. Start the healing process and be consistent. Be consistent. Yes, your exes and all the other people that you might have dated, they're going to pop back up because they need to see, did she heal? <laughs> and the universe definitely going to test you. I'd be like, what? Somebody hit me up. I said, I know you lying. I ain't hear from you. And I thought you were dead. Oh, I missed you. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You, you didn't miss me. You broke up with your girl. Now, nah, trust me, we ain't coming back. You good. You good. Stay over there. Have the life you deserve. You good. Oh, my God, I wish you well. All of that. Nah, we not doing that. This, this is not the boomerang thing. Oh, I'm going to throw it out there. Oh, he came back. He's mine. He came back because he ain't had nobody else put up with that shit. And you was the fucking doormat. You constantly put up with it. I know you lying. I'm no one's doormat at all. There's no more swinging doors and revolving doors like, oh, you know, I just want to be. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not desperate. No, I'm not thirsty. And I'm not here to judge you. I'm talking about me. But I do know what I want. And I know and I've seen the relationship that I have. And none of those guys that I dated, even married, they weren't there. They weren't there because they're not ready. They are the ones that will sit there and allow you to do. They're the orphans. Wherever they break up, they move in with the next girl. They're, instead of them healing, they'll move in with somebody and become their responsibility and then want to take over. Oh, this is my house. No, it's not. It's not. You don't pay the hand bill. Putting $40 or paying the cable does not make you the man at all. No. I, I need to know that you are willing to invest. Not only your money, but your time. Everything. Everything. I don't need you to say what you want because you have a need of me. I'm not in adopting children. I raised my four and I had them all. I'm not here to adopt children. I'm not here to raise another man. I've raised one. And like I said, I can't raise him to be a man because I can't raise you to be something that I'm not. But I can raise you how to be a good human being. These are lessons. I have six granddaughters. Six. They're going to go through relationships. They're going to go through all of that. Their, their image 
and the things that impact their lives is what they see in their family dynamic. I don't need them to see their grandma chasing behind somebody or moving somebody in because they orphanage. I don't need them to see. What I want them to see is black love. Black love that's reciprocated. That's love, universal love. Not just that love of, oh, he gave her a ring or he gave her a bag. No, because when that shit fails and fades away, what's left? I don't need materialistic things. I love it. My friend Erica said, I never want a man that can afford to buy me something that I can afford to buy myself. And I said, what? She said, yeah, I want no man that can afford to buy me something I can afford to buy myself. I need them to teach me. God Listen, my godmother once said that. She said, yo, my pop showed me my jabona. She said, my father said, listen, no man should, a man should teach you. Not just love up on you. Don't, don't show me the game. Teach it to me. Because you may not be around. Which is fact. So all these things I've took in. And over the course of six years, I can't say I matured. But somewhere along the line, I was overstepping a healing process that I needed to face. And now I did. So when you're blessed, you want to pass it on. Six years of working on me. Six years of, and I am far from done. Far from where I needed to be or anything. But I'm definitely not where I used to be. Trust and believe that. I see the growth. I see where I've come from. I sat here today and was like, wow. Yo, I understand that song now. And I've heard that song a thousand times, a million times. But now I understand. I understand it now. It's different now. I can hear it now and really rejoice in the song. I can't speak for all of y'all. I can only speak for me. Don't halfway heal doesn't benefit you. It doesn't even help you. Heal all parts. And like I said, Uncle Tim gave me the best advice in the world. When you're healing, the worst thing you can do is date someone because they become your crutch and you miss those lessons of healing. <sighs> Some people come in your life not just to love you, but to teach you some valuable lessons. Good, bad, or indifferent. I'm grateful for all of them. Every single person. But I also know what's intended for me. I just have to do my part. And that's healing. I shake.